Jesus looked up to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your Son, so that the Son may glorify you, since you have given him authority over all people, to give eternal life to all whom you have given him. And this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. I glorified you on earth by finishing the work that you gave me to do. So now, Father, glorify me in your own presence with the glory that I had in your presence before the world existed. I have made your name known to those whom you gave me from the world. They were yours, and you gave them to me. and They have kept your word. Now they know that everything you have given me is from you. For the words that you gave to me I have given to them, and they have received them and know in truth that I came from you, and they have believed that you sent me. I am asking on their behalf. I am not asking on behalf of the world, but on behalf of those whom you gave me, because they are yours. All mine are yours, and yours are mine and I have been glorified in them. And now I am no longer in the world, but they are in the world, and I am coming to you. Holy Father, protect them in your name that you have given me, so that they may be one, as we are one. The Gospel of our Savior. Uh, during the past week, <clears throat> we observed the ascension of Jesus, the final episode of his life's journey. I had appropriately uh, prepared a sermon on that subject. On Thursday evening, however, I opened Brother Richard's weekly email parish announcements <clears throat> and immediately discovered his reflection on the ascension. <laughs> I must say it was most enlightening it was a great treatment of the subject and I urge all of you to track down that email and read Brother Richard's message <clears throat> and so uh, I hastily chose to explore another subject <clears throat> uh, during last Tuesday afternoon's three o'clock parish Zoom check-in, I began to notice that some of our parishioners were finally showing the strain of being sheltered in place for so long a time. One of our parishioners in a most heartfelt way expressed the pain of extended isolation. Uh, that so moved me that I felt compelled to address it this morning. <clears throat> the coronavirus and shelter in place did not appear out of the blue like a tornado, for example. That would have been challenge enough. But this event has become yet another chapter in the ongoing saga of our national tragedy. For years now, we have been subjected on a daily basis 
to what amounts to unimaginable, unimaginable, irrational, and despicable behavior from our national leadership. Many of us are worn out from it. The universal virtues of the soul, <clears throat> truth, honor, compassion, sacrifice, hope, all have been under relentless assault. We're living as if under a curse. Then came the virus. Nothing has even come close to this experience in my lifetime. In fact, with the onset of the virus and the shelter in place, I presumed that something like this would have set in motion a vast display of the worst behavior in society imaginable. Strangely, that has not happened. In fact, the general response has been overall quite admirable. While there is always uh, plenty of bad behavior to go around in the human condition, even at this very moment, there has been a remarkable display of nobility beyond what I would have predicted. That has lifted my spirits. And so, uh, be impressed with yourselves and your fellow citizens for managing so extraordinarily well. Give yourselves that credit. We know that the world after the coronavirus will never be the same again. We could, in fact, be in the midst of a great world transformation, or at least the beginning of it. We've been going through a dark night of the soul, as it were. And I believe we may now be in the last hour of the night that comes before the dawn. For many decades, the nation and the world has struggled unsuccessfully to solve the injustices of our society. Strangely enough, what humanity was not able to do to change the world Nature, the great mother, has apparently now stepped in to do so. And the machinations of distorted and devious minds will not be able to stop what may be coming. It looks like there may just be a silver lining in all of this. And let me conclude uh, with the ascension of Jesus. It is actually the ascent of humanity it is our ascent. Never underestimate the power of the human spirit to endure and prevail because the human spirit is anchored in the divine spirit. In this gospel and in last week's gospel, actually, Jesus said it. On that day, you will know that I am in the Father and you are in me and I am in you. The human spirit is capable of great things, compassion, sacrifice, 
and endurance. Don't ever forget it. A minister's duty is to speak about these things and to uplift the hearts of the faithful. So, be uplifted. God bless you. Thank you for listening to this sermon podcast from the Episcopal Church of Our Savior, Mill Valley, California. We are a growing community welcoming those seeking to deepen their relationship with God and to journey in faith with God's people through the breaking of bread and in service to others in Christ's name. You may reach us by phone at 415-388-1907, search for us online, or visit our website at OurSaviorMillValley.org. We wish you God's peace. We hope to greet you in person very soon.